When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana. And I'm Jared. I'm going to match you. Okay, We're not yeah, doing... I just realized I didn't say the last name. I'm Jordana Abraham, in case, in case you're anyone's thinking new it's here. a different Jordana. Yeah. I'm Jared Freed, in case yeah. you're new here. If you're new here, welcome to the show. Welcome. We talk about dating and relationships, uh, modern take, uh, you know, the cross-section of dating and technology and all that good stuff. And, you know, we talk about subjects you couldn't talk about with your mom and dad. So... We never really explain, you know, oh, yeah. when, you know, when like an Instagram influencer or like an aspiring influencer gets a bunch of new followers or right. what they think is a here's bunch. What's, and here's like, a little more about me. Right. Let me let me <laughs> introduce myself. And I, every time I see that post, I want to like reach the screen and be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that's why we're not doing that. No. Well, here. we did it. <laughs> well, if you want to get to know us more, you can subscribe to you up benefits. That's right. That's where we only do one name. Yes. That's where we only that's do the intimate names. community crew. Um. And yeah. Yeah. How are you? What's been going on in your life, Jordan? I'm good. It's been a boring winter for me. What is like the, you know, it's the, we're in the worst month of the year. So there's just not much going on. We have Cold. arrived. Um, this comes out on the, uh, a week before the worst day of the year. Yeah. It comes out for your subscriber. Happy Valentine's Day. Cause you're listening to this on Valentine's Day. That's right. I'm sure Valentine's Day is going wonderful for you if you're listening to a dating <laughs> podcast. Yes. <laughs> And if it's and if you are not a subscriber and you're listening on Wednesday, um, what a better time to be listening to a dating podcast. Right. You either got broken up with the day before or the day. You know, this is probably a time that people get. We, how many people do you meet? that are like, I got sent your podcast during a breakup. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Yes. We, that, might, that seems to be our we're in the. You know, we're in the we're in the caregiving gift that someone brings to the breakup Shiva call. Exactly. And I think it's in my blood. I like I said, my parents met at a Valentine's Day party mm. where they were with other people on dates. And my dad left the day after Valentine's Day, like fourteen years later. So that really big, yeah. We're big in the uh, in the February whatever's the, the heartbreak zone. The yes, the the, the love. It's, it's zone. a weird time of year. Yeah, it is a weird time of year. And so if you're out there and you have a friend that like they had a breakup the day before Valentine's Day or the day after, or, you know, this <laughs> like scene, my parents, yeah. like your parents, if they are like Jordana. Um, <laughs> Send them this podcast. I mean, that is, I've, I, we've said it since day one yeah. of this podcast. Beware of holidays, birthdays, Valentine's Days, global pandemics. Beware of, of these events because breakups tend to happen right around them. Yeah, but not to be negative. It's also a great time for a reveal. Valentine's Day, like we said. Great time. Great time to see what someone is, how someone is uh, reacting to the idea of spending a day about love <laughs> with you. Right. 
I love. How do you feel about the idea of spending a day about love with me? Exactly. It's like it's such a fun. But way. I also think great night to go out. Great night. Are to you going to go out? I'll be out there. I'm doing shows. I mean, if this is out on Tuesday, I'll be doing shows. I'm at like the cellar. I'm at, I have like five shows that night. What a great. Uh, fun activity on Valentine's Day with your friends. Go to a comedy show. Right. Go out to a bar. Everyone who's out is single. Laugh about love. Right. Love if they're alone, they're single. Yeah. If they're, you know, if they're not, you know, this, uh, the whole Valentine's Day thing, I think I was- I hate that name. It's awful. It's a bad name, good idea. Yeah. Bad name, you know, the the marketing of it is, you know- It's very cheesy. Very but, her story yeah. and all that shit. Right. Boss babe. <laughs> Boss babe, yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> all that bad branding. But it comes from a good place. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's a, a great night to go out with your friends. Just great night to go out. People are out. People are thinking about love, thinking about. And I would say for men, oh, I don't have someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today was a thing that I could have been doing if I was with someone. So it's on their mind. It's in, in innately on your mind. Right? right. Yes. I mean, I've been feeling. Do you have shows? I got shows. I don't know. Please are they come. In, are the shows in? No, I'm saying, do you have shows on Valentine's? Yeah, I'm going to be at the cellar. That's. I think that's the perfect activity. I'll be there. I'm on a couple of like independent type shows. Uh, one called Sweet. I'm on shows. I'm flying back from. I'll be back from Boca, freshly tanned. Back from Boca. Back from the big B day. Back from the big B day. My dad's birthday party. He's. I told you about this. He's right? really trying to one up your brother, huh? Yeah, he he's heard. Like, he heard. Think this is your year. Yeah, fuck you. Actually, I'm gonna have a big birthday bash. Yeah. So I, by the time this comes out, I will have gone to my dad's birthday party that he threw for himself. Amazing. I've talked about it. It's here, a right? 65 is big. Eligible for Medicare, right? That's right. Unless they change that. Um. <laughs> Everyone's working towards that day. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked about it here, right? Are you officially a senior citizen? I think. I think you are. Oh, yeah. don't tell him. Discounted that. movie tickets. Yep. He'll like it's that. Cleaning up. Yeah, it's a big day. He, I mean, he, the calls from him and my mom, he called me the other day. He goes, your mom's turning this into like a, a woman's party. It's going to look like a girl's bat mitzvah. And I go, I go, Dad, is he having you? a candle lighting? Well, I go, I, I might have to say a few words. I, I, I go, what do you, what did you think? What would make it a boy's 65th birthday? Like what, what, what do you want? Like a, a big, you know, Football. Tom Brady fat head on <laughs> yeah. the wall. Like what are you, what, what is wrong? What are you talking about? You want baseballs? We're going to have the goodie bag going to have, yeah. you know, footballs in it and candy and sports cards. What are you talking about? Like, it's just so funny to hear from them about where the, is it? it's at their like club. It's okay. at their like where they How live. Many people? I think over like a hundred people. Oh wow! This I got is a new. Not a small thing. No, okay. no, 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 no. This is like a huge. You're gonna see. I'm right. gonna send you videos. Cause... Most people would be like, "Our son's getting married this year. Maybe no. we'll, you know, <laughs> save the funds for the big wedding." No, not like, us. They're like, no, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's my nope. birthday. I'm ready to. Papa Bear's birthday. I love it. Yeah, it's gonna be. There's gonna be a band. What? Okay, so it's no, like this actually is... is like a a a wedding. It's the most insane thing I've ever heard my dad doing. This? Months. This is okay. like one of those things that I'm so shocked. He, th this guy, not, you know, it's not like my dad had like all these friends and buddies over. He doesn't even like, it's not like he had like a big fantasy football league. Like it, it's just like, suddenly he's like, I'm having a birthday party. And I was like, why? Are you getting him a present? My presence is is the presence. Presence is the yeah. presence. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. I bought a ticket to come down. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't even think to get him anything. I, I get him a story a card, worth. A story worth. Yeah, <laughs> I'll write him a nice note. Right. I don't know. I I'm uh, 
it's it, it is shocking. I'm just in awe. I can't wait to send you videos and just show you how insane it's going to be. I'm jealous. I wish I could attend. That sounds awesome. I, it's I like some, a toughest invite in town. It sounds like the best um, of all worlds for parties because it's not like a wedding, so you don't have to like right. sit through a ceremony. It's not a bar mitzvah, so there's not a bunch of annoying twelve year olds running around. Right. No Coke and Pepsi. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. A bunch um, of old people playing Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, it sounds like a like a great booze, uh, a great idea. Food. I mean, I'll I'll be reporting, and also it's Super Bowl Sunday. Is the oh, next it's day. Oh, it's, it's the next okay. day. Okay. Okay. Great. So it's like a, this is a big party week. You know. Yeah. I haven't drank all week because of this. I'm like, I gotta save up. I'm gonna be. Wow. Taking shots at the 65th there, birthday party. Will there be party. any single ladies there? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Divorces. No divorces. Just widows. Me. My brother and his fiance okay. will be there, so we're all we'll hang. Maybe there'll be like a nice little widow there. Yeah, I'll take her on the dance floor, <laughs> whisper in her ear. Clean up, clean house. That's yeah. right. Should we get into today's Let's show? Where, where do you have some shows I, coming I, up? I got shows. Like I have like a lot of shows, yeah. and I just want people to come and be fun. And I've been posting some videos from the shows. I don't post like jokes, so to speak. I'll right. post like clips Clip, of like crowd work, some crowd work. Yeah. And I'm I'm a guy who talks to the crowd a little bit, you know. But those aren't. I don't know. I, I, I don't want people thinking like, oh, is it just like a Q&A? No, like I have like jokes. Yeah, you know, like, not, doesn't want to spoil them for right. anyone who's coming out to see him. So. I'm going to be in uh, Vancouver. We talked about that. One of the shows is sold out. Amazing. Crazy. Going to Aruba. That's my birthday Love trip that. for the worst day of the year. Okay, great. I'm going to be there. I'm doing shows at night. My buddy Aruba Ray does shows. And if you ever go to Aruba... There's comedy shows. If you're looking for something to like do with your family, you don't have to talk to each other. I want to go to Aruba. You can get your hair braided. I'm getting it braided. Nice. <laughs> My back hair. <laughs> I haven't gone to European Wax Center in a Love while. It. So, okay. um, yeah, Aruba, if, Aruba Ray is like the best and the shows are fun and they're hilarious. Irvine, Indianapolis, Spokane. I got a lot of DMs. Spokane. It's yeah, Spokane. You sent me. That's correct. Okay, now I'll know. Now you know. Oklahoma City. Now we go to, I'm going to Dublin, Belfast, London, uh, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo. Euro trip. Euro trip, Nashville. When Come are back. the European shows? May? Uh, May. The first couple weeks of May. So That's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm like, excited I'm pumped. You. I mean, the London shows, two of them sold out. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, that's a huge, that's huge. Wild. Like I'm sitting here being like, who the fuck? Like my dad would go, who knows you in London? I'm like, what hundred people are coming to your birthday party? I don't fucking know. You know I like, think you're going to do great in uh, in London. I think I'm going to have a fun time. I'm, I, I'm excited. I feel like you'd do well with a British girl. too. A lady? Yeah. A, a, a royal? <laughs> are there any single royals? Any, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, you know what's the coronation weekend? Oh, is it? When yes, you're going? When I'm there. And people would rather go to your show. I love that. Apparently. Yeah. So, you know, you know, uh, we're going to get to the emails. There was something... Didn't they feel like all the emails this week are weird? People are um, people are going a little crazy. It's that time of it's we're approaching the worst time of the year, and I part of the reason why that is is that I think people are getting they're get it's a time of year you get a little crazy. It's very cold. Have There's you no not much going on? Right, and I think it's it's a very tough time to be single. Have you noticed that I've been a little bit more crazy? A little than bit. Usual? I don't want to say yeah. anything. <laughs> you know, 
I could sense it. I, I, I knew that you felt I was being crazy lately. Listen, I don't judge. I, we all have our. Well, we all uh, judge. Yeah, I mean, I don't. No, I don't. I, I don't. In this scenario, no, I'm not. I don't feel I'm judged not, by yeah. you, but I'm saying I am to be judged when I send you. Like I send you well, some, red flag some, deal breakers all the time, all day long. Right, and sometimes I validate those answers yes. as yeah, this person's annoying, and sometimes I'm like. They just didn't use that many exclamation points, you know. It's tough when you don't validate me. <laughs> I, I do feel like I, I have sorry. to say, I'm not, I'm, no, I'm like, I have to eat it. Like, I'm, I, cause I trust you. Well, sometimes I'm like, do you want, I'm not sure if, sometimes you want someone who's just gonna yes you, and sometimes you wanna. I no, know. I come to you for, to keep me straight. Okay, to keep good. Me, so you want to me keep, to keep telling you? Of course. You, okay. I want you to tell me you're being a fucking asshole. Okay. This is the time of year we're all going nuts. I need your help, okay? <laughs> I, you know, because I try, I send you these things because I trust your opinion and right. to give me a in the way our listeners yes. I, i'm coming to you and i sent you one the other day and i was like oh, i wanted to hate her so bad like not you this, this person that <laughs> yeah. i met like i was like no they stink i hate them let me send this to jordana we'll have a big dance on their grave and you were like yes. no it's not that bad i, I like, would say ah. for this one i would say your reaction was was reading uh much angrier than was necessary. You're right. Potentially. I think you know. You brought me no. back down to earth. I was, <laughs> you know, I had the pitchfork out. <laughs> I had the, the the thing on fire. I was like, burn them. And you were like, no, no, no. Right. Well, give them a yeah. give them a chance. Yeah. But yeah. I get it. It's a it's a it's an annoying time of year. Right. And it's cold out. So you're like, I, I'm leaving comfort cozy land. Yes. To go on this date, and better be worth not, it, it. Better be worth it. Right. And it's like that's not a great way to look at things, just generally. It's not. Like, it's not fun for sure. But I can again. It's like I think it's not. It's not the best way to look at things. But I think it happens. We don't need to like right. beat ourselves up because we're feeling that way. Right. No, I. I, I think you're absolutely right. It's it, it. You've beat yourself up for feeling that way, and then you go to a friend to be like, I should feel this way, right? And they're they're like, No, no, I think you <laughs> put on your coat. You're going. You know, it's a little bit, and you're right. I, you know, I feel, so when I read these emails for this week, I felt it. You felt a kinship. Very much a kinship. Right. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. 
Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's get yeah, to it. Let's do it. You ready? Okay. Go for it. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I'm emailing with a dating situation that I think you both will find hilarious, but also that I really need advice on. (laughs) (laughs) It involves Jewish delis, awkward early dates, and sandwiches. I hit it off with a guy on Hinge, and we've been on two dates so far. Our early banter was about the fact that his profile, that on his profile, under unusual skills, he had getting a sandwich named after me at a local deli. Our convo started with me asking him for the story about it, and he said he would tell me in person. I sent him the Seinfeld on sandwich graphic and he talked about how he wanted to get a caricature of him on his sandwich. After the first date, I realized the story hadn't come up and referenced it a few times during banter. On the second date, I asked for the story and when he started telling it, I could tell something was off. He didn't have good answers to my follow-up questions and at one point he screwed up a name that he had said earlier. I asked him point blank if he was bullshitting me and he denied it saying he had known the people working at the deli his whole life and even typing the name into his phone when I asked him to prove to me that they were real. (laughs) Sounds fun. Um, We moved on. Is the sandwich (laughs) named after you? Tell me now. Show me. Show me the number of the sandwich place. That doesn't do shit for me. Yeah, this is like, it's funny when when a flirty conversation starts, starts getting like, not flirty absolutely like where you're like this was fun and now it's not yeah now i need to know right what was on the sandwich we was mo- it turkey you know, right. like- <laughs> now i now i just want now i just feel like i'm going crazy or and i need you to like m- make me think that this is right. right did you understand the seinfeld on sandwich thing i want to is that an episode i don't i don't, I don't know, know I, I like seinfeld but i'm not like a super fan i don't i'm, I'm not, a seinfeld I maybe fan, that was not a reference a, right i didn't so. know uh, did, maddie did you seinfeld on sandwich was like, a, I think it's an Instagram account that puts celebrities on different sandwiches. Okay. okay. So this is a pretty uh, niche. This for sure, but that was my, what I thought she was talking about. Fairly niche reference. Okay. Well, yeah. do, but I do understand the concept of having a sandwich named after you at a local sandwich yeah, place. Yeah, I've this, heard of that. Yeah. This is something we all know. And it's something I would, you might, it's a great thing to respond to on an app. Absolutely. What was on the sandwich? I got to know everything about that sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Great. I think it's, a great prompt. I think it's in the right circumstances. Well, it kind of doesn't make sense. Um, unusual skills. Getting a sandwich. I guess the skill right. is getting a sandwich named after me. Okay, fine. I'm being Cut, putting uh, together. Yeah. A, put I, you know, a very tasty sandwich. Right. Making that happen. Yes. Is is my skill is I can make a sandwich place name a sandwich after me. Okay. Sure. We moved on. And I told myself I was just being overly suspicious and that it sounded bullshitty because he was trying too hard to be charismatic. However, a few (laughs) days later, he asked to talk on the phone. The call started positively with us confirming we both liked each other and discussing what we were looking for. Then he said he had a confession. The sandwich story was a lie. Dun, dun, dun. 
He said it was the only aspect of his profile that was untrue and that people didn't usually ask him about it. He said the sandwich thing had actually happened to his friend, Brian. Sorry, Brian, for the crowding you. And that he was trying to manifest it for himself because he would really love to have a menu item named after him someday. The people at the deli didn't exist. When I called him out on all the things he had said about it, he said at that point we were just flirting. He had no idea that this was going to go anywhere and that I'd like him. And that it had really been eating him up inside, pun intended, since this happened. <laughs> Obviously, the content of the lie is hilarious, but I'm struggling on whether I can trust someone that is trying to spin bullshit stories to try to impress me. At the same time, I think it shows good character that he admitted it when I could have never known. I told him I'd have to think about it and take time. Right now, I'm thinking of waiting a bit longer, seeing if I still like him slash I'm, I'm thinking about him without us being in contact, and then asking him for coffee to explain why his choice to double down on the lie hurt me and seeing whether he can understand this and if I trust his ability to work on himself further so he doesn't feel the need to tell lies. I also can't help but wonder whether he's lying about other things. What are your thoughts? Best, the Reuben that went so wrong. <laughs> This is an interesting email because it is so funny and specific, but it does bring up actual questions that need to be asked. Right. The actual example is ridiculous, as she right. says, but um, I think it's a great moral dilemma. It is a great moral dilemma. You, you, I absolutely. went back and forth in my head quite a few times. I was first, I was right. like giving him slack, and then I was like, no, this is very weird. And then I was like, but he owned it, owned it. I like literally was like in my mind, I could not. I didn't have like a firm, immediate, guttural reaction to feeling like um, this was one way or the other. Right. And I ended up like, it, it is interesting that I thought, you know, it's interesting to me. She never mentioned what he claimed was on the sandwich, but that's, a, <laughs> that is something. No, but that's the thing. That's, a, that's a question I would have had right away. Right. What's on your sandwich? Yeah. Like, and I think I'm living in a world where she asked that. Like there's two worlds it, because she says she asked referenced a bunch of, it, yeah. she referenced it, asked a bunch of questions. And that seems like the first most obvious question. I, I mean, I want to know that about me. What would be on my sandwich? I wouldn't want to know that about you. What would, I want to know what everyone's, everyone in this room, I want to know your hypothetical sandwich, even without you having a sandwich. Even if it's tuna? I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, I would judge you. I would be, I, I don't know about, you know, yeah. I, yeah. well, you represent a certain type of person to me. I so, guess so I, yeah. So, I, and then it's the way she ended the email. I was like, these losers deserve each other. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> because she writes, <laughs> she writes. She wants to sit him down and tell her why. The, sit, the, yeah, the, the, sit down for coffee to explain that you're going to better yourself. <laughs> I got to explain myself. I fucking lied to talk to some women. What are you talking about? It's um, since the beginning of time, since cavemen, people have been lying to talk to okay. women. I think there is a difference between like embellishing right and making something up seemingly for no real reason. I mean, there's the reason I guess is to impress someone, but I think it's it's kind of like if he wrote that he was like uh five nine and he's actually right. five eight, like that's like whatever. This is like weird because it's it's not like someone asked him something and he said yes when the answer was no like he created a whole reality well, no, but this is my point i, I agree very with you active lie well not, there, a, not a, a reactive lie there's levels to this people have been lying to get laid for 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 eons okay. you know but it's like how far are you going with the lie and what type of lie are you telling to make what are you trying to get people to believe right 
when like you know the George Santos thing. Not to bring politics. That, in, I thought that, about I mean, that as well. Right. Yeah. I well, can't. That's well, because a very Mitt Romney, active lie. Yeah. Did you see the Mitt I Romney thing? I saw the thing? video and I thought he was. I was literally saw that right before <laughs> I got here, and I totally agree with you. It made me think of this email. Totally, because right. Mitt Romney. You know, as he said similar to what you just said. Yeah. Like it's like it's one thing to embellish your resume. It's another to say that you graduated from a school that you never even attended. Right. And on that point, to say a a deli has made a sandwich named after <laughs> you. You are putting yourself in such high regards in your hometown or at your deli that I can only believe you are a big fucking loser and <laughs> <laughs> you can't No, it is to me you are you are making yourself the high school prom king quarterback when you were just watching those real people be those real things. Like right. There's a creepiness there's, to it. There's a total like yeah. th- no because you're that's a different person. When the person that goes into the deli is like, "Hey, Ronald," and they're like, <laughs> "Joey, hey, you got the oh, Joey, we've got the Joey ready for you. We know what you get." Like that's who gets the sandwich named after him, not Ryan. guy who's like, "I'll have a turkey sandwich." <laughs> like those are two different people. Yeah. So he's made himself. To be something that he is totally not. It's it's not like. And then he's also not even smooth enough to pull it off. No, that's the other. And, that's almost like the. That's the other insulting part of it. Joey would have pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> Joey with the sandwich named after him would have gotten this done. And he, the reason he called, I know liars. I'm a fucking bullshitter too. He <laughs> called her because he was like, oh, I told her the deli name. She's gonna call the deli. And they ask. I mean, she has. She's putting them. You know, yeah. she's got them under the spotlight already. Right. And and but I go back to her because it's like we're gonna have to sit down. Like she's talking like those people who want to like get apologies from people they've canceled, but they don't really care to get an apology. Like I hate that. Like, have you lived and learned and read and have you bettered yourself? It's like let this fucking loser go and find a new fucking loser. Yeah, I could agree. After one date. Yeah. I mean, unless she felt like they had some sort of incredible connection. I understand. I mean, I, again, I think it's very lame that he lied so intensely and weirdly and kept it going. Well, he knew he is because he knew sandwich guy, guy with sandwich named after him is not guy who doesn't get sandwich named after him. Brian is who she wants to date. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, well, I think even on, if on date one, she was asking him about the sandwich and he's like, confession, the different story. I, right. Confession, like, I put that on. It worked really well for my friend Brian, who it actually happened to. He right. said, if he was, like, honest and he was like, Brian cleans up with this story, it actually <laughs> happened to him. I kind of wanted to see if, like, if that would have yes. the same effect on me. Just so you know, like, I'm kind of a loser. This would never be my thing. I'm not that friendly or I'm, whatever. Right. I'm not saying I would be guy. like, okay. Right. Like, that that if you get a I I agree yeah. with you. It, it's what was the sandwich? Well, it's turkey on rye. Kept going. Yeah, yeah uh, with a little bit of uh, just a slice of corned beef. I like a little taste of corned beef. <laughs> He's invented. He in his mind, he is someone different than who he actually is. Right. Like I think this is like this is worse than any than she is even realizing. It's too awkward socially, too quick. Right. Right. And it's like it's kind of like the version of like who you are when you text and who you are when you talk. Right. You know, like you can write whatever script you want. You can be anyone you want. Like, so in this scenario, he's sandwich, uh, the restaurant with a sandwich named after him guy. Like, you know, it's like having your picture up at the palm. Like 
If I if, if someone told me my picture is on the wall at the palm, that's what he wants to be. I'd be like, whoa, what? Did they, you must be Charm City? You're guess, charming, you know, charming Chan. I don't know if I would think about it like if like if I saw that on someone else's profile. I don't know if I would like think that intensely about what it said about sure. them. Maybe but innately, you know, I, I think it's I like, would think it would be a good conversation starter. But I could see when you're saying that's why he did it. Absolutely, and maybe he see, and he maybe he's so delusional that he says I'm the type of guy who places would name sandwiches after me when he's not. Right. Like I think there's a literal like there's a George Santos level of delusion. That's here. what. Well, I because right. though, because it is such an outright lie and there is no truth to it. Yeah. At all. That's the part that's like a little scary. Absolutely. I. I and if she's already thinking this way, like if and again, if this didn't matter to her at all, and she was like whatever, like. I would say, yeah, keep going out right. with them. Like, you can't whatever. be having a talk like this on day three. No, 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 no. We're not going to coffee for him to explain that he's going to be better. He's going to. He's, <laughs> he's gonna not going to make up any sandwiches that are. <laughs> right. Are there any other sandwiches that are ever made up? About, if he if he if he says there's a sandwich made after him, it's going to be true next time. I would be. So, <laughs> I would be so embarrassed every time we went to a place that had sandwiches named after people. Right, because you would have to constantly just bring it up. It's a reminder. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Now, okay, now that we've decided that she should not go out with this guy ever again, what's your sandwich? Do you, Have you thought about this? I, I It's all I've been thinking about since I've read this email. I, What is my sandwich? Um, now it's a lot of pressure. I know, I know. Yeah. Does anyone have an idea in the room? Do we? I'll open this up to the. I think like a turkey, mozzarella, maybe mayo, something in there. I don't turkey, know. Turkey, mozzarella, mayo. Is that weird? I've never even heard of that combination. Really? <laughs> I feel like I'm putting mayo with mozzarella. All right, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> I'm kidding. And that's why that no. wouldn't be my prompt. Right. right. <laughs> Fuck it. Forget it. I, <laughs> What? No judgment, though. No, no, judgment. No, no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Wait, what would yours be? You clearly um, you want to share it. Let's. I've it. had some thought about this. Um, I like the seated roll. Okay, okay. I want a seated roll um, with with. Um, I'm gonna go corned beef and pastrami. I'm going to okay. go Munster cheese. Munster cheese. I haven't had that in a while. It's, it's been a while one, for yeah. me and Munster too. Uh, brown melted? mustard. What? Is this melted? Melted Munster. Okay. Brown uh, mustard, lettuce, tomato, onion, hots, oils, red wine, vinegar, salt, pepper. Done. Oh, wow. You haven't put any thought into it though. No thought at all. <laughs> right off the top of my head. I like it. I like it. Call it the J train. If any restaurant is out there looking to name a sandwich after a after a worthy person if, of a sandwich. If only Brendy's made sandwiches, right? Bre well, Brendy's, I'd have a different Brendy's. My Brendy's order okay. would be <laughs> peanut butter froyo base, not Carbolite. I'm not looking. Carbolite is garbage. For those that know, they know. But you also just don't want your 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 froyo thing to be like the carbo light one yeah it's i don't like, want to be yeah. it does it does besmirch my name yes. um i know it's not cool not cool yeah. that i'm like the caramel yeah. yeah no the people who order it always and i seem want annoying. the fruit on top right no like, i want that. peanut butter base uh reese's pieces reese's pieces do you know it's reese's piss, pieces as opposed to what 
I've been calling it Reese's Pieces for years. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> That's not how Pieces are said. Pieces isn't a word. <laughs> Michelle Wolf, who's from the Hershey area, she yeah. gets so annoyed because I was always like, "Oh, Reese's Pieces." She's from Hershey, did she? Uh, did she? Was she born at, at uh, Hershey Park? I, I think she like frequented. You know, yeah, I, I've been I don't to wanna... Hershey Park. It's great. Hershey Park's great. Michelle Wolf, shout out. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she used to get so mad because of Reese's Pieces. No, so peanut butter base, Reese's Pieces, and chocolate chips. Okay. On top, that would I be like the that. Jared right. at Brendy's. If anyone is listening. If any Brendy's people are listening, I like. Given, what are you going? Anyone at Pinkberry? Pinkberry, or where are you going to? Little, a little lot of vagina. <laughs> what is it called? A lot of vagina. What? What's the name? Oh, of Anita Gelato. Anita Gelato. <laughs> what is this, Austin Powers? <laughs> it always sounded like the yeah, Austin Powers. Yeah. Um, no, if I'm going, I Pinkberry is more my like. Your speed. I'll have it just like. There's like a weeknight ice cream and like a weekend I like get it. ice cream. I totally I mean? understand the difference between weekday and weekend ice cream, and I couldn't be more on the same page. Go you get on. it, yes, yeah. Totally. Uh, so my Pinkberry order, um, if Pinkberry wants to make a Jordana, it's yes. just a um, a take home sized original with no toppings. Come on, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, the Jordana. I'm leaving the podcast. That's the order. I like it. I'm very simple taste. Wow. Simple taste, yeah. So you're like, let's go to Pinkberry and yeah. then fill like it Mike, up. We're going to Pinkberry. I mean, is Mike feel judged for getting anything? <laughs> I judge him for getting, again, the blue Hawaii. The blue Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, I'll have a plain, the, regular Pinkberry. He's on the other side of the spectrum. I like like a simple tart situation. Not like a little chocolate, nothing? Mm-mm. No. Wow. Just the take-home size. It has to be huge, though. The take-home huge. size original. The Jordana. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're out there. If you're ordering that, you'll know you have a lot of personality. That's right. <laughs> well, the minute it gets named after you, just, I don't know if you're going to get right. regular Pinkberry. <laughs> I think that's called Pinkberry. I think that's just called a, right, a large take-home regular. Right. Well, yeah. if you get if that gets named Jordana, this podcast is a powerful tool. We'll know we've made it. Yes, we'll that's when we'll know. Yes. So, listen, that was a great email. I, I, I loved every second. Do you guys have sandwiches that you'd like named after you, Maddie? Flavors of ice, ice cream Flavors orders. of ice cream. Okay. I have a sandwich thought. Let's Uh-oh. hear it. There was we, a sand- I, don't, I don't know. Like be prepared to going. be judged. Yeah. It's not a casual <laughs> well, thing. If okay. you put mayo in. <laughs> I like mayo. I like the past five minutes. So okay. it's not super conducive yet. But there's a place in Shreveport that would do... Um, a grilled cheese, but like a triple decker grilled cheese. Okay. <laughs> so it's like three pieces of bread with cheese in between each. Okay. So I would do like an embellishment on that concept mm. with maybe like some pesto, some tomatoes. Okay. I like that. The Maddie. The Maddie. That's the Maddie. Yeah. I like it. I like that she took bread. us. She took us on a on a vegetarian a, too. I like it. Vegetarian. I like yeah. that Maddie took us on a uh, an imagination adventure. Yes. We went to Shreveport. Yes. Uh, we're, yes. We're down south. Great yogurt place. Also, this sandwich shop that I'm talking. Do you have about. a yogurt place? Uh, uh, usually, when I go, there was a period where when I first moved to New York, I for like the first six months, I had frozen yogurt for dinner every Sunday. I don't know why I did this. Wow. And I do have the same thing. You were thing trying to fit in? Every time. <laughs> I don't know. But I usually did the plain tart yogurt, but with Reese's Pieces. Wow. She combined ours. What are you looking for, a raise? I swear, no, I swear this is what I got every time. It was Reese's Pieces. Um, this like, it's the stuff they have at 21 Handles. It's like a 
rice crispy with like hazelnut spread on it. I kind of know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It looks like throw up. Yeah, Yeah, it looks gross, but it's really good. It looks like like it tastes good, but it looks disgusting. It looks like delicious throw up. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do that. Reese's Pieces. And then um, I'm trying to remember what else I put on there. That might have been it. Very simple. I like it. Jorge, you have one? Jorge, you're... He's been thinking about it. Sandwich and okay. I, and and dessert. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get judged for this because this yeah. is gonna be a little weird. Okay, uh, let's hear but, it. But okay, breakfast wraps. I love breakfast wraps. It's okay. one of my favorite okay. things. Okay, okay. So this I like is a that. little bit of a different genre of food. But no, but I like that on the board. You know, <laughs> there, there's a breakfast yeah. wrap option for on a board for every meal. No, yeah. no, no. I'm I'm in favor of this. So I don't really eat red meat. Mm-hmm. I don't like pork. I don't really like beef. So my meat that. of choice for breakfast is chicken. Okay. So I have an egg wrap with grilled chicken. Okay. Egg wrap with grilled chicken. Delicious. A little bit of pepper jack cheese, avocado in there if I'm feeling extra wow. great. healthy. I like that this is on Whole the board. Wheat? I would wrap? want the Jorge next to the Jared and then maybe the Jordana yeah. and the Maddie. You know, I would like it on the board. <laughs> I would order the Jorge. Wow. I would too. Breakfast? I was expecting the, a different because no. chicken and breakfast wraps. You never see it. It's kind of like an odd choice. Well, well it's meat in there. It's a little bit. Um, I don't like bacon, so right. I prefer. I'm into that. Would you get turkey bacon? No, no, no. bacon. No bacon. No, no bacon. I don't like it either. Chicken with the egg is a little bit weird because it's you're eating the mom and the kid <laughs> at the same time. What yes. is he kosher? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I think that's why people don't do it. Right, right. That it's like I got to take out the whole family. <laughs> Well, they people ate a, a cheeseburger. Fair. That's the cow with the with the with its the own milk. Titty milk. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> I don't know. What's your yogurt order? I don't like yogurt. Yeah, no, not not a frozen yogurt guy. Okay. Never so tried nothing. It. Nothing. Okay. And the nothing. The Jorge. <laughs> the Jorge. When you're on a diet. <laughs> That's right. All okay. Right, well, listen. We I'm happy we did this. Yes. If any, the, if you if you own a sandwich shop or right. a um or a froyo place, and you want to throw us on the menu, all four of us. Agreed. And if you instead of a fun sign off, if you write an email in, if your sign off is your sandwich choice, oh yeah, we'll take that as well. I like that. That's great. yeah. I'd it's love a, to hear it's some a great of the call listeners. to action. Right. When it comes to the plant based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little 
baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. So let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. Dear J&J, huge fan, long-time listener of the pod. I hope they like sandwich orders because they just got <laughs> 10 minutes. A lot. Now I'm, I'm, now I'm kind of thinking about uh, the sandwich orders and making me kind of hungry. I'm hungry, and also I kind of want to come back. I want everyone to bring in their sandwich. I, I might want to come back with a more refined one since you tore mine apart. <laughs> and it was I didn't have enough time no, to prepare. I mean, you had to go first. Okay. You're right. Yeah. I, I, we, I think we could all revert, come back. With a, oh, more a, a refined, re- yes. Next, Next time. Okay. The recent awkward sex story about the frat laundress washing her period sheets reminded <laughs> me. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> quite, quite. Yeah, yeah if, I guess if you know, you know. You definitely know that one. The frat laundress washing her period sheets reminded me of my own awkward sex story. In my early 20s, I took a girl's trip to Las Vegas. We were getting ready to go clubbing, and I put on a super tight black mini dress. My friends and I concluded that I should probably forego wearing underwear, lest I risk a visible panty line. This will become re- relevant later. It is so interesting what gets talked about in the hotel room amongst women going out in Vegas versus men. Oh, of course, yeah. We're like, how does this look? Should right. these shoes or these shoes? Right. We have brought one shoe. <laughs> I'm not looking at my friends being like, underwear or no underwear? What do you think? <laughs> well, you don't have visible underwear lines. Uh, maybe I do. Maybe you do. Okay. Fast forward to the club where a group of hot, slightly older men, maybe mid to late 30s, Okay, don't like that (laughs) connotation. I guess slightly older. Slightly, (laughs) slightly older. Don't worry, I don't turn 38 next week. (laughs) Are you you feeling any... uh... I never feel age. I more feel reflective of the year on a birthday. Right, as you you do. Yeah, Yeah. I more do the, did I accomplish the year's goals, but it's never like, oh, God, I'm 30. Maybe I will do that this year. I want to hear your 37 wrapped. On next week's episode. Absolutely. I'll come prepared. Great. Uh, So the maybe mid-late 30s invited us to their table. When we walked over, we realized all these hot men were huddled around an extremely old, shriveled man. (laughs) This girl's a little bit ageist. A little bit. uh, uh, Older men, old, shriveled men. The old men were surrounding one older, more disgusting man. (laughs) When we walked over, we real oh, I asked one of the guys what was up with the old guy. <laughs> Can you imagine if I walked up to a group of women were like, oh, these slightly older women. Why are you with this corpse? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the old hag? <laughs> and he said that the, the old man was actually famous country singer Willie Nelson. Wow. wow. He's very famous. And look at, now he's been on our podcast. I- this is... 
Yeah. I mean, to give her, I don't actually know what Willie Nelson looks like. Like if I saw him, I wouldn't recognize him, but I obviously know who Willie Nelson is. Right. I know, I know what he looks you like. Do know what he looks he like. has okay. a very specific look. Is I he mean, old, shriveled? Yeah. This uh, is falling she apart. She could have been meaner. <laughs> I, I, the ponytail he has isn't exactly like something I want to run my fingers through. Right. You know, so. That's fair. Uh, c- famous country singer Willie Nelson and that they were basically his entourage. Being a daughter of immigrants, I don't know what that has to do. It doesn't have to do anything to do with this. She write, I read this before and I was like, I can't believe this was read. This is a younger Gen Z woman because being the daughter of immigrants, I never really listened to country music and had a, no idea who this famous, in quotes, singer was. I don't know what that has to do with being the daughter of immigrants. I guess she's saying she doesn't know, like, American culture, and okay. Willie Nelson is part of it, I okay. guess. Um, I don't know. I, although I think you could easily not know who Willie Nelson was without having immigrant parents right. or not being from the South. Or It feels like a TikTok move. Like, I got to get on the algorithm. Yeah. So I got to be, I got to say, like. Because uh, I am, as the child of immigrants. As the yeah. child of immigrants, I wear sandals. <laughs> And I don't care who knows it. Right. It's a it's a cultural thing. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't. Under- I wear sneakers. <laughs> I don't care who knows it. I drink from a water bottle. Yeah. I mean, she yeah, sounds a little bit like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, she did refer to him as um, huddled around in a shriveled man. Right. But then she says also after that. Okay. I later found out that I blacked out and kept calling him Billy Jean. Okay. That is an okay mistake. <laughs> the Billy Jean Willie Nelson. It does ring the same. <laughs> It's a different song. Yeah, I, I, I guess if I didn't know who they were, I wouldn't talk to them. Right. I'd just be like, okay, cool. You're with this guy. Right. She's probably like, oh, it's he's so old. This is so funny. <laughs> anyway, one thing led to another, and I ended up hooking up with one of the men in Willie Nelson's entourage. Huh? Okay. You remember it's the good, name there. It's a good story. Yeah. I woke up in his hotel room the next morning, which was much nicer than the one me and my broke 22-year-old friends were crammed into, only to realize that I had gotten my period. The bed looked like an absolute crime scene. I apologized to the entourage man, who was very chill about it, as he should have been. <laughs> in case. <laughs> I like that she admonishes him. Right. <laughs> like, oh, he was cool about it, as he should be. Right. And if he wasn't, it would have been a... <laughs> and I would have wiped it up with Willie Nelson's corpse. Uh, <laughs> my real problem arose when I realized I had to get back to my hotel room with no underwear, no spare tampon, and first day of your period flow. Luckily, my hotel was only a five-minute ride away, so I called an Uber and hoped for the best. I figured that's dangerous. Right. Do you have any paper towels <laughs> I can put down in the back? I mean, that's a. I wonder what the charge is for period blood on the seat on the Uber. Oh, my they God. They tell you what the vomit fee is, but they don't tell you what the uh, the menstrual blood is. <laughs> can I see Can I see the menu? <laughs> I want to see what menstrual blood is. I figured if I could survive the car ride without making a mess, then I'd just have to beeline to the hotel elevators before things got too bloodied up. I must have forgotten that I was in Vegas because when I got to my hotel, I was horrified to realize that I had to cross a sprawling casino in order to get to my hotel elevators. And Vegas is the place with the largest hotels, like, anywhere. The, the biggest. And if you get dropped off at the wrong side, 
you're done. You're it's, walking for like 45 minutes. Right. So. I began to trek across the casino when I felt warm blood make its way down my inner thigh. My worst fears were being realized. I instincti instinctively wiped the blood off with my hands only to realize I had nowhere to wipe my hands. I kept my head down while walking so I didn't have to make eye contact with the families crowding the casino at 10 a.m. Since I looked like I had either committed a murder or escaped a murder, I finally made it to the elevators. But just as pressed my just as i pressed my floor a family with three young children walked in and i watched the parents scan me and drop their mouths uh, open in horror definitely not my proudest moment anyways hope you guys enjoyed the saga the most shameful of walks wow um i just can't imagine this is crazy you're yeah. at a casino you're like playing blackjack and you turn over and you just see this woman covered in blood. blood hands and covered in blood there's blood <laughs> dripping down her leg right in vegas you're like I, you can only assume the most horrific worst thing happened i can't believe someone was like can i help you like yeah. they just combine vegas right. with the look this is a very i would say going out without underwear in a dress not even like pants when you're th when there's a possibility that you're somewhere around your period is a very bold move. Is it that like I, I understand maybe like if she was wearing like jeans or pants without underwear, but you're literally like there's nothing underneath you. I guess you know it's funny. I don't have any relation to like knowing a period's coming. Right. How surprised have you ever been by a period? Not that surprised. Right. I it's not say. like a balloon yeah. you popping. Have a gen I mean, you have a general idea of like the, even if you don't know the exact day, you generally have an idea of like the week, right. I would say. <laughs> so, um, you know, underwear should be in right. play. She needs to get herself a calendar. Right. We're going to figure out. And, I, but yeah, this was, a, I mean, very Vegas story. Very Vegas. Very, you know, I mean... I like Listen. how the Willie Nelson thing has absolutely nothing to do with the point of the story. <laughs> just wanted to call him shriveled. <laughs> just any opportunity. <laughs> and let us know that she came here to this country and had no idea who this person was. <laughs> I wonder how you wind up in Willie Nelson's entourage. I, I would assume it's family. Like, I would assume Willie Nelson does shows in Vegas and he's... And family members are like, I'll go to Vegas. Like, it's an opportunity to, like, right. I guess jump on it. a staff... Well, he also is playing a huge room. So, like, I'm sure the concert venue is like, what do you want to do tonight? Yeah. And then they go. he goes, well, I have. I want my, a table. I want a table. <laughs> Lavo. <laughs> it is weird that he's out. Right. How old is he? He's 89. Oh, my God. He should not be at the club. Let's say he's 80. There should be a minimum age to get into the club and a maximum right. age at the club. Sir. <laughs> right. Right this way. He ends up in a hospital, a nursing home. There should not be in That music is too loud. Right. You should not. No, there's no reason. He should be made fun of. Now I take it back. 89. Wow. That is old. What's this old bag doing here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You have to expect at eight, in your 80s for a young woman to be like, what the fuck is that? Guy doing in the club. <laughs> right. It's like if you saw a baby in a club, you'd say the same right. thing. Same thing. 89. I mean. <laughs> What's that baby doing here? What's that old man doing they here? They should both yeah. be asleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess if he's done a show, like the only thing I can offer is that he's done a show. Okay. So you're like a little bit ramped up. Like I did a spot last night at midnight. I couldn't get to bed, but I also didn't go to like, you know, Hakkasan. Yeah. Well, Willie Nelson, if you are listening and you want to write in and explain what you right. were doing at the club. <laughs> explain yourself. Let us know. Did you have a name for this? 
Maddie's name was so perfect, I didn't even feel like I needed to come up with one. It was Las Vegas Drip. That's really good. She also had On the Rag again. I like that. That's good. I had The Wandering Victim, Bloody Horror, Casino Crawl. Casino Crawl. Uh, craps. <laughs> Why? Because Craps is the game. Like craps and craps, this oh, sucks. I don't that would have been a really good if she was like had taken a shit, shit on her yeah, walk. You're right. I tried. The, you're right. Yeah, it's okay. 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 You're right. Everything on red. Okay. <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, and I also had a slotty adventure. Ooh, I like okay, that. That's so good. I, I really got creative. I'm on into that it. One. You really listen. You did yourself. We're happy that even a child of immigrants could <laughs> write into this show. I didn't even. Even even her. Let's keep going. You want to do another email? Yes. Hi, J&J. I love both you up and over sharing and greatly appreciate feedback on my email below. (coughs) Thank you so much for all you do to help people in the Betches community. Background, my boyfriend and I have been together almost two years now and plan on moving in at the end of the year. I love him very much and feel we have a healthy communication, trust, support, etc. Now for the issue at hand. My boyfriend and his family love drinking. They talk about it frequently and prioritize it over all else when on vacation, going to dinner, etc. Not only that, but both my boyfriend and his dad are both in the business of liquor sales. Recently, my boyfriend and I completed dry January, and it was the first time since we started dating that we both went without drinking for an extended amount of time. Although I am proud of this accomplishment, we both felt great doing it. Drinking still affects our relationship, and occasionally I'm not sure how to cope. For example, on a recent vacation, we spent all day drinking with family and friends, and my boyfriend drank so much that he came home and passed out. Although this doesn't sound like a big deal to some, it triggered me tremendously as I have abandonment issues from childhood and trauma in my past. I was also a little drunk, and him being incoherent and not responding to me put me in a fight-or-flight mode to the point where I started physically shaking. I was unable to think clearly about how to handle the situation and became angry with him. It caused me to lash out at him when he woke up, which I'm not proud of, and it ruined parts of the trip as I started to get really anxious and upset with myself for how I handled the situation. I just wish I had let him sleep it off. The next morning, we talked about how everything, uh, about everything more and once, more than once, and agreed to have different views on drinking. Him not seeing anything wrong with letting loose and kicking back. It sounds like you didn't come to any. <laughs> we agreed that we think differently. Um, He doesn't see anything wrong with letting loose and kicking back, drinking a lot to have a good time, and me not wanting to lose control slash drink excessively because it makes me emotional and negatively impacts my ability to think in a rational way. Don't get me wrong. I like drinking. I just cannot drink the same way my boyfriend and his family do because of the reasons I mentioned above. Besides my boyfriend, I feel like I have no one I trust to talk to about this. Recently stopping therapy because I feel like I was in a good headspace and not wanting to involve family or friends. I'm not sure what to do and I'm anxious over the next set of plans we have where I know we will be drinking heavily with friends and he could become drunk and I could feel triggered. Please help. Not so boozy, Betch. So I like this email. Um, but I would start, you know, I would start it with, we are not professionals, obviously. Of course, yeah. Um, My first thought when I was reading it was she should maybe seek professional help. Yeah, which it sounds like she had a therapist that she stopped going to. Might be good to make another appointment. Might It might be. when Because I do understand you're on vacation with someone. They get more drunk than you. Mm-hmm. And they pass out. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. That's I'm here too. You didn't even think of me. You went on your own fun time. But her reaction to it, as she said, she didn't feel great about it. Overreaction, potentially. But also she made it into something that 
he is not going to be able to help her with. Mm-hmm. Like she's talking about abandonment issues and right. all this like f- past family stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's stuff for a therapist for you to work through. And, you know, it's it's one thing if, if I woke up after because I am a drinker. So I I understand his side of this of like I go out and have fun. My family has fun. I'm not I'm. I'm a fun drunk and I'm handling this well and I go to work every right. day. I don't and feel like I, there's an issue here. Right? I don't feel there's an issue. And maybe even if there is, he has to want to fix an issue. Right. To, to, well, it doesn't you know. even seem like she's really saying that there's like a huge right. issue, just that that's like the culture that he's around and that and and she can't keep it sounds like she's saying I can't keep up with this in a way that's making me feel good. Right. And here's the the other thing. My family used to be in liquor sales as well. Mm-hmm. It is surrounded by events and parties and, you know, you win trips like so many. So much of the social aspect of working in liquor. I have a friend who's a psalm and works in wine, even watching his life. Everything is an event. Everything's a drink. Everything's a this is this the world. This yeah. is the world. So, you know, if he's not coming towards you a little bit and you feel uncomfortable in that world, I don't know how that changes. Right. Well, that was what I was. I think that there's two options here. One, like go to therapy and try to like maybe potentially find a way to change your relationship with alcohol or maybe the idea that you could be to to the extent that you could be around someone who's drinking without getting Mm -hmm. triggered. Maybe that's by working through these issues of the past that you've had with alcohol where it makes you so angry. And you could also drink less. But I could see why she's like, this is a huge part of their world. It doesn't seem like... I'm necessarily like that lifestyle is really working for me. I had this conversation with my mom recently. My dad stopped drinking at like 40 mm-hmm. and he doesn't drink at all. Doesn't drink at all. Um, and he like, you know, he even says he's like, there's parts. He's like, there's a point in the party where it's like, I don't want to talk to a bunch of drunk people. Right. You know, and I understand that. And then my mom is on the other side. She was like, you know, I had to like, you know, go home early. Right. You know, when I didn't really want to go home early, you know, and that's and there's a middle ground, you yeah. know, and, and I that that exists without her trembling because of past family trauma. So if she can't, I feel I feel like that's like a right. I think it's a two pronged approach. Yeah, there's right. one that's like, let me work through this on my own with my own thing, because even if you weren't with this guy, this is probably something you want to deal with head on. The right. fact that someone else drinking or passing out or not paying attention to you gives you this physical reaction of like fear and anxiety. That's clearly something that you probably should work, work through with or without this guy. Right. The other thing is like sometimes life lifestyles are not necessarily a match and it doesn't mean he's doing anything wrong or you're right or he's right. But maybe you're just, that's not, it's, I think people have broken up over a lot less yeah. Then we're not, we don't socialize. We're not compatible when we socialize. And that's, I don't really fit into that lifestyle. That's not the, that's not a crazy reason to feel like you won't work long-term. Oh, I totally agree. And, and a part of that is kind of the way she wrote this email where she's like, um, I love him very much. We have a very health, we have a healthy communication, trust, support. And, and it's like, well, n- let's stop thinking so highly of this relationship. Like, <laughs> like I'm just like, you know, like he won't. Well, all those do things less could be true. You. Those could all be true, but he's and? all. You're at a point where, 
you know, nobody's, I would never ask this person to drink more for me, but I would be like, well, can you hang around and be fun while I'm drunk? You know, but also he's not really going, well, you're right. I'll I'll take take a step back. back." Right. He did do sober January, which I'm sure she felt she wrote is like a big win. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she, I'm sure he wasn't like jazzed to do sober January from the sound of it. I also don't think there was a lot of family vacations going around and he could kind of keep, you know, stay away from his folks and be like, okay, we'll do, right. we'll get to the party when the party starts again. But I, I, I think... Well, it's like, is he willing to scale it back in a way that she's comfortable with? And is she willing to work through the overreaction that she might be having to something that isn't necessarily as poorly intentioned as she makes it in her head? But she really, right. she sounds like she recognizes. Abs- it does sound like that. If yes. Both of those things can happen. I think you could work with the relationship. But if he's not willing to change at all when again it sounds like he would be somewhat open to it of yeah maybe i I could drink but not so much but i don't know if that's if i was on vacation and i got drunk on the beach and then passed out passed out and woke up at like three in the morning i'd be shaking my significant other being like was i okay and feeling badly enough and if they were like i felt abandoned i'd be like Okay, <laughs> can we take it down to like you felt annoyed? Well, I mean, that's you know? how like she's I, that she's saying how she felt. That, right. But I'm saying someone who feels abandoned when someone drinks too much and pass out, this might not be the best match for right. her. Maybe she's better with a more casual, lighter social drinker right. than him. And again, it doesn't mean she's right or he's wrong. Like they might not be the best match. Again, if I think they could, I don't think this is beyond repair where they couldn't meet somewhere right. in the middle of it. But it sounds like the way it's going now isn't really working for either of them because he's probably not wanting to be like, um, you know, berated for, no, for he drinking and passing out. He doesn't he, understand her side at all, really. Right. Like, I, I think he understands like, oh, fuck, I went a little too much. But he's not, he's not sitting there being like, well, my, he, he's sitting there going, I was with my family having a good time. Right. You know, and she like, also doesn't like. She clearly she doesn't like drinking that much, right? Like, and that's like okay. A, but, a ton sounds but, like she's like, I can't keep up with this. This right. is what they're doing, right? And this isn't that fun for me. Could she imagine her life drinking less and being around these animals, right? And how often? How often are they getting together and doing this, right? I mean, I wouldn't want to be around me completely sober, like yeah, when I'm out, you know, having a fun time and making stupid jokes and. I don't know. I, I can understand her side. Right. You, I can, it's what I'm saying. I think they just might not maybe be as socially compatible as they think they are. And I don't know how much like that, like their lifestyle changes or if this is going to be like this forever, but it sounds like this is kind of part of like his family culture. Right. And family culture is not something I feel like that's spoken about that often, but it's a much bigger thing than I think that anyone really wants to admit. Oh, totally. Hey, we're all going out. Oh yeah. She's going to stay like? home. Right. You know, like, I'd be like, all right, cool. You know, like, I, yeah. Yeah, or it's like, what are you doing in your family? How close are you to to your family? And what are your, what is your family doing when they're together? Is that something? Because if. And it's almost easier when the family's boring. Because it's like, yeah, we can both avoid these people. You know, Mm -hmm. when they're like life of the party types and go out and do things and you're expected to be there and you're like, I don't want to be. And now you're the, always the one saying no or always the one being like, I'll, you know, shots for the table, except for. Yeah. It's like you don't fit in. Right. You're not on the same. You're not like on the same page as everyone. And I'm sure she thinks because she said they're going to move in. That Mm -hmm. that's going to like help things. I don't think that helped things. 
because he's going to be going out and coming home like that? No, it's just more that like... Although sometimes when you live with someone, their their habits do rub off on you more. Yeah. Like if you lived with someone who was a... If you weren't a big drinker and you lived with someone who was a big drinker, you might drink more. Right. Well, I, I guess that, that could be the case. But it's also like... I think when it comes to like the family dynamic, if they're like, hey, we're going out for dinner tonight. And then he's like, yeah, we can't go. Cause like now he's living with someone, you know, right. like it, it turns into that. Because the it, div- right. Well, there's like- a divide that, that can show up. I don't know. I think this is, I'm with you. It could be worked on, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think it's a bigger problem than she's even giving it credit for. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a bigger problem as it goes on if nothing changes. But sometimes and people grow up and they want to drink less. That's true. I mean, I haven't drank all this week, getting ready for a there party so I can drink. <laughs> for the, for the a party I've for the got, man who doesn't drink. Right. <laughs> I've grown up a lot. Exactly. Okay, let's play some games. Let's you ready? Let's play some games. I'm ready. Let's get into faux pas or nah, presented by faux pas can cocktails. Every single faux pas can is based on a tried and true cocktail. Vodka soda, marg, tequila soda, mule, and you can't go wrong. It goes without saying on this show that we're into keeping it real, which is why there's only real vodka or real Blanco tequila and no artificial flavors or gluten in these drinks. Now let's keep it real with some faux pas or nah. Look, I got a... I got a freshie. Same here. Right in front of me. You can see it on YouTube. Beautiful. Love the vodka mule. I mean, this so is... So refreshing. The the grapefruit orange tequila soda. I like that one. Delish. I like the spicy marg. You know, you really... All the flavors. They're, all of them. They're great. Delish and different, and you can bring them out. It's a, it's a great conversation piece. To bring a... Like a case to, right. the, to a party. Like what is this? What is this? It's bright. It's beautiful. Look at these gold gold can tops. I love it. So keep ordering them. Keep getting some faux pas. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I had a classic first date awkward payment experience that I want your take on. I'm 26 female and typically do not offer to split the check on the first date. For starters, I like to go to a very laid back casual place on date one, usually just for a few drinks. I went on a hinge date this past weekend and he made a plan with a reservation. Love that. At a cool restaurant in his neighborhood. We live in a big city, so it was a 20 minute Uber ride for me, but I didn't mind. We got tons of drinks and he ordered several appetizers to share. The date was going great at this point. He paid the bill, which had to which had to have been pretty pricey. We headed to the next bar. The bar was super crowded and he already had his card out to start a tab. At this point, I was pretty drunk, so I didn't even think to try and remove, reach for my card. I didn't really think anything of it, but when he closed out, he said, good drinks are so expensive God. in blank. God. Oh, he said... Sorry. <laughs> You're right. God. God. Oh, yeah. It's more dramatic than I gave it. <laughs> Didn't think anything of it when he uh, went to close out. He said, God, drinks are so expensive in blank insert city here. I was a little turned off by this. Was he hoping I would pay for this round? I couldn't tell if he was just comfortable enough to comment on it or if he was just trying to make me feel bad. The date ended up going great for the rest of the night, but can't help thinking back on this. So faux pas or not, he makes you feel bad about not getting the bill. Sincerely, it was only a few vodka sodas. What do you think? I would be turned off by this comment. Really? I think. Yeah. I think it's a little like it takes a little bit of the romanticism out of paying. Right. 
but I, I also, I think I would have offered if I were her, but I don't think that it's really about that. I think it's kind of like, if you're going to get it, it's like the first date, you're going to comment on the price. It's like a little, eh. it's a little cheese ballish. It's yeah. a little, um, it's not really not yeah, sexy. It's not sexy. Not sexy. I, I mean, that's really me, the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's a deal breaker, but I, I do. I could see where she's saying where it's like not hot. I can also, from his point of view, understand that this meant nothing towards her at all. Okay. Like, I do understand where he's he's coming in. They said 20-minute drive. He he. The way she says it, it sounds like he doesn't live there. I thought she said it was in his part of town. Did she not? I don't know. Um, a cool, in his neighborhood. A cool restaurant in his neighborhood. Oh, so that lets him off the hook less. Because right. I would think if he was he coming knows, there, he would yeah. go, wow. Like, this is something he's realizing I do understand that he's not saying it to get at her because this is like easy conversation stuff that gets said and everyone just kind of says it. Like, especially if they live in a big city, like I do understand that they're like. It's like the weather. It's the weather. Sure. It, it, it isn't that deep yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, I get it's. I don't think it's like a, a huge issue. Like it's so right. offensive, but I, I do think I'd be like, oh, well, like. This now feels like a little less carefree. Right. Like, <laughs> this is an it, easy I don't know, it depends how he said it, too. Does it yeah. say it like, oh my God, like, this is so expensive? I'd be like, oh, well, at that point, I would probably, again, I would offer to pay. Just right. Because out of like a feeling of, um, I don't think he, like, again, I don't think that necessarily means he wanted her to pay. Right. I guess maybe it was just his initial reaction. Again, I'm, I would be willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. On it. But I, I do see what she's saying. We're like, it feels a little. Right. Takes I, a little I, bit of the, like the excitement. I guess, I guess if, if we go by that, he was trying to say something, it's, he paid for the whole first meal. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to this next place, but has his card already out, sees that she doesn't reach for a car. And he goes, God, they're pretty expensive in this city. Right, that's you go, how it worked. Yeah. You go, okay, this guy, I think he's getting a second date, but I would be on the lookout for like, do you, are you keeping score on everything? Right. Is this kind of how you live your life? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like you need a, a reason to cut him. Right. But I would feel like, again, like just it takes a, like just takes a little something away from feeling like it's a, because when someone's paying, it's like a little gift, right? Right. So if course. someone gave you a gift and they were like, "This is really expensive," so mm. you know, you'd be like, "Okay, well, like I, I don't want. I'm it. Sorry, like I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry you paid for it or something. Like it, right. does, it would take away from the, from like the feel, the nice feeling of treating someone. Right. And it's like, and it's not even it's the it's the idea that he doesn't trust you to know that he's doing a nice thing. Right. Like, like he's he got to like announce it. Yeah. it. Again, if that's what he, that's what he meant. And it wasn't like a, like you said, just sort of like a point of conversation. Like the city is so expensive. Right. right? I could understand someone saying this because they have nothing else to say. Yeah. Like uh, equally, like I, it could be, that's why you got to go out with him again. I like, agree. like yeah. it, it, if it's a choice between the two, I'd be like, it's 50, 50. He's either trying to say something to you or he is literally like, man, Pretty expensive. In the I agree. City. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Sounds like the rest of the date was nice. I'm gonna go with nah, nah, nah. Got a couple of nahs. There we go. Okay, okay. let's do another. Hey J and J, feather, feather. You guys are amazing. I'm trying to make this short, but I could go on forever. <laughs> Thank you for not. I heard a red flag or deal breaker recently about taking Invisalign out on a date. I have a one up on this one. I got dental implants when I was 17, but my dentist told me they were failing. 
and I have to get them replaced. Part of the process includes getting fake teeth that are placed on a retainer that I have to take in and out before eating. I don't have to remove the retainer to eat as soon as my permanent implants are placed, but there's about six months of using the flippers or fake teeth retainer. Hot. So, faux pas or not, nah, your date takes out four teeth before eating on a date. The two on each side of your two front teeth, no hiding this. I will not be going on dates that require me to eat once I have to get that done, but I have no idea how I would react if the roles were reversed. Also, at what date do you reveal four missing teeth? Thanks for all you do. For all of us sad singles, sincerely a toothless batch. I mean, so look at my teeth. Imagine the two to the right, two to the left of mine are gone. I would keep that under. I would also. I I don't think there's anything wrong with maintaining a little mystery. So, but (laughs) hold on. But in the scenario where I'm like, hey, uh, I got these, and I just go to you. You do that. Like if you're on a a date at a restaurant, what date? It's uh, let's call it a third date. It's a dinner date, and you're and you're like. On the second date, you've already revealed, like, to me, there's a process to this. Yeah. Because it is jarring. And the way she explains it with the- Well, it's like, what if you were wearing a toupee? I think toupee is different. (laughs) 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 Just, woo, (laughs) lift off your head. Uh, We're going in a convertible. Right. (laughs) I I guess, because I think there's a process. The way she explains it, 17, but my dentist told me they're failing and I have to get them replaced. So like something happened. Right. This isn't, you know, and she's taking care of it and it will be fixed. Mm-hmm. And this is a, you know, this is only for, so. So she's saying she can't eat with them? She's got to take them out to eat. I think, I've, I, I've seen this before and it's a little, you're like, whoa, shit. Yeah. But if someone was like, "I this is something I'm taking care of," I'd be like, "Well, no, I would have, I would need to be softened." To, you couldn't just yeah, you would have to tell someone earlier, right? You couldn't be like, "The calamari's here. Oh, let me take out these." And dudes. then they would have to almost tell you that it it was. They would have to make me feel like comfortable, like, right? They gotta so, let you know, know here's you what's eat, coming. Like what? Yeah, what I'm saying like, but then like the other person, if it were me with the teeth, I mm. would have to like tell them, feel like they understood, and then the next time. I would have to almost be them have them say like go like um proactively try to make me feel like it was okay. Right. Let me see. Right. Like I if I don't told think that I would me, feel confident enough to just like proact just like take them out without mentioning. Just say, it. well, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I think it would be we I to me, there's two versions of this. If you said to me, hey, I gotta let you know something, like if we go out again, like I'm getting my teeth replaced right now because at 17, I had knocked them out on a tra- trampoline. Right. And now they say they're failing. And I'd be like, even if I was on that day too with someone who said that to me, I'd go, well, now I got to see. And right. it wouldn't be a big deal to me. Yeah. I think I would ma- I would make the try to make the other person feel comfortable, but I personally wouldn't feel comfortable unless the other person was telling me that it was like no big deal right. and insisting that I do it. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Otherwise, I, guess it, I just don't think I would, I think I would be too self-conscious. Well, yeah, I guess it could go both ways, the faux pas or not. Nah. Yeah. Like if someone is like, uh, you know, like I'd be like, okay. I guess. Right. Well then they're not. Yeah. Well, that, well again, if they, you tell them, I think if you tell them and then they're like gross, then yeah, obviously it's a faux pas. Yeah. I, I mean, have you ever been on a date where someone pulled out some teeth? No, it sounds like you have though. No, I, <laughs> I think my dad oh, had was, a fa- I was that with Willie Nelson. <laughs> so I'm fucking Willie Nelson. Uh. And he's like, let me do this with the gummers out. Um, all right, let's, let's do another one. 
Oh, so oh, faux pas. It's a nah if they prep me for it. Fine. It's a nah if they prep, faux pas if they don't. Right. Faux pas if they just immediately pull out their teeth and are like, hey, yeah, all that. That would you be jarring. Have on the sandwich? That would be jarring. Yeah. Okay. Last one. J&J. Huge fan here. Sex and relationship educator, but not a full-on teacher. So, Jared, don't judge me too harshly. I don't understand why I would judge them. Because you hate teachers. Oh. You forgot that you hate teachers. I forgot that I, well, sex got in the way. <laughs> like, so, Chris, I'm okay with a teacher of sex. Yeah. Uh, a relationships educator. What's the difference? Maybe it's like you're like a health teacher. I don't know. I, uh, I guess you're not a teacher. I don't know. Who spends all her downtime in the UUP archives. First time writing in, here's my faux pas or not for you. After my third date with my now boyfriend, I went home with him. After we had fooled around a bunch, he invited me to stay the night and then said, oh, I only have one pillow. For for context, he was newish to the city. Four months here, two months in his current apartment. I was already not planning on staying over because it felt more intimate than we were at that point. But the pillow reveal made me laugh out loud. Right there, naked in bed with him, I told him I needed to sleep at home that night. Well, if she was naked in bed with him, wouldn't she have known there's only one pillow? Or oh. Maybe she thought there was a secret one somewhere else. <laughs> Stashed away. I told him I needed to sleep at home that night anyways, but also teased him a bit saying, I don't think I'll stay over without a pillow. He very earnestly said, no, you can have the pillow and I'll just bundle up a sweatshirt and sleep on that. Okay. I mean, for me, it was just a red flag. <laughs> I'm out. You're out? That he handled it pretty charmingly, but I guess hindsight is twenty twenty since we've been together almost a year now. So faux pas or nah, he invites you to stay over in a single pillow, single pillow bed. Okay. Thanks for all you do. First of all, who uses just one pillow even just for themselves? It is a we are two different people, right? Yeah, I that, feel like most normal people use two pillows or need two pillows at least like around. I can't understand it at for all. I, I'm I'm a big pillow guy. Same, but you guys, pillows. one pillow or two pillows? Two pillows, two pillows Jorge. Four or five. Four or five, five for Maddie. Maddie's living <laughs> in a pillow covered fort. covered with pillows yeah. everywhere. I, I mean, yeah. I have five on my bed for one person, but then right. I make, I've, I've mentioned this on this podcast before, I make a V and I sleep in between the creases of the two pillows. Yes. So I need, and I need two long pillow body, pillow, yeah, little, little fort for my face. Yeah. I, we have five pillows on our, there's two people, five, five pillows. Okay, who Doesn't, gets that odd pillow? Um, I'll use it as a divider sometimes. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> a little, a little right. moat. Yeah. yeah. Just stay over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of just like a, it's like a floater. Yeah. And whoever, you know, at, as needed. <laughs> whoever's in need for the night. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, if I, I mean the idea that one guy is sitting there with like a pillow like this. Right. Like Just one, one pillow. single pillow. Yeah. What's the rest of his apartment like? To me, they would, it, right. would, it would correlate with like a, with a lack of other things. Right. And I, I just need so much. I can only assume you need nothing. Right. And we wouldn't be a match. Yeah. I mean, I do think it was sweet that he offered to <laughs> bunch up his jeans. <laughs> Dirty and laundry. Sleep on the thing. I mean, sounds like they're still together. Right. Yeah. Must be hard for teachers out there. I could work with this. Can't I could... find any guys. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Okay. Well, here's the How nice is the apartment? It's not nice. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. A one pillow apartment? Yeah. I mean, 
But it's if all else was great, I think I could work. Does with he it. have a bathroom? It would be a running joke, but there is. I am not dating out. a woman with one pillow. Okay. A woman with one pillow. That's weird. That's that's scary. even weird. Yeah. Like a guy. She's like a drifter. Right. Right. Hey, Jared, I have one pillow. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you just say to me? No. Two different people. I see but what you're we're saying. We're two different people. But I'm yeah. gonna. I for me, it would just be enough. It's a faux pas. Okay. I need more than one. Well, the biggest faux pas you can make is not having a faux pas stocked and ready to go for your next girls' night or date night in. Obviously, you guys know we love faux pas. It is a Betches made product. It is funny. It is fun. Look at these colors. It tastes amazing. Cheers. And it's 8% alcohol. So you know you're going to be having a good time. Visit www.faupascocktails.com to find your favorite faux pas near you. That's F-A-U-X-P-A-S and follow drink and follow at drink faux pas on Insta so you don't miss out on any of the tea. I mean, tequila. Love it. We solved dating again. We did it. I was like, what are, where are we? <laughs> uh, we did it. Proud of us. And we'll be back next week. With we'll be a, back on with Sunday. A, with a Sunday special SOS episode. SOS. You up, SOS. Great one. All right. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.